Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is OT with Mons and Moose. I'm Mons. I am Moose. And NFL season has ended, finally. Thank God, huh? It's all done. <laughs> Super Bowl's <laughs> over. We can start talking about the draft now. Thank God. Dude, I've been I've been looking up draft stuff since, like, week six. It's week six. <laughs> I've been looking up draft shit apparently now. I don't know what. We're recording Four this. Days? We're recording this, what, February, like, 20th? <laughs> you know? So, it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, wild card weekend. Super wild card weekend. Oh, it was so super, bro. What a. It was kind of bad, actually. Oh, it was a massive disappointment, I thought. Everything was. Almost every game was a blowout. Yeah. I mean. They were disappointments. The two games we're going to go into, especially yours, which is going to close the show. Oh, the, we're closing the show. If you want to know anything about the Cowboys, we're closing the show with the Cowboys. Yes. Yeah. So. I have a lot to say, <laughs> and I'm ready to join the bandwagon of Troy Aikman and Michael Irvin and Drew Pearson, everybody who's destroyed the Cowboys in the last, like, 72 hours. I'm about to join you. Oh. <laughs> I'm about to join you. Well, let's not go there yet. I didn't I didn't say we're going there, Nick. Okay. Stop trying to start shit with me all day. <laughs> he's, I, he's always I slept all day! Hey, hey, hey. Lower your voice. <laughs> Some of us worked all day, you fuck. <laughs> let's start... In Cincinnati. Cincy. They beat the Raiders 26-19. and They did, and it was Macaulay Culkin versus the Wet Bandit. Yes. <laughs> um, this game was interesting, I guess you could say. Yeah, we thought it was going to be kind of a shootout. Which, the Raiders just didn't get into the end zone. No. A lot of field goals. Yeah. Too many field goals. And I'm like, you can't win a playoff game kicking field goals like this. Yeah. And you just cannot do it. There was th- pretty much the main thing was the controversial touchdown. Yes. Which which I will say, I was in uh, the room that I was in, our living room, it was kind of loud and the TV was low. So I didn't even know that this was a big controversy until like later on on Twitter. Yeah. And I was like, oh, wait, what the hell happened? I was watching it and, I, and I'm like... I definitely heard a whistle blow, mm-hmm. and they're like, uh, the whistle blew, he stepped out of bounds. And when you look at the replay, he really wasn't even close. Yeah. So I'm, I'm sitting there, I'm like, why Why did he blow the, why did he blow the that's whistle? Why, that's why I didn't think there was a controversy, because I was like, oh, damn, that was a nice ass. Literally, I watched play, I was like, oh, wow, that was a nice-ass pass, bro. And and the ref is standing right there. I'm like, you can't see that he's, not out of, that he's in bounds? And it resulted in a touchdown, which as soon as the whistle is blown... No matter where the ball is, it's dead. Yeah. By the rules, it's dead. It's a dead ball. So, it's not when when you rule the ball down. At least by the rules, you can't, once he's ruled out of bounds, it's done and over with. Yeah. You, you, it's not a reviewable play like that or anything like that. The fact that they huddled, they said the whistle blew, and then they reversed it to a touchdown. It's like, well, wait a second. By the rules, you can't you can't overturn that. You can't challenge it. Yeah. And the ball should be spotted where the official blew the whistle of him going yeah. out of bounds. Which, that's seven seven big points, or at least six points right there. Yeah. And the final was seven points. It was a seven-point deficit. So, I don't know what to really think of it. I mean, it's shitty if you're Vegas. Yeah. But at the same time, it shouldn't have to come down to that. No, it shouldn't. And I think, didn't that official, they... What, they're banned from the Super Bowl, right? They're not coaching any more playoff games. I mean, listen, the 
The officiating has been pretty ass all year. Yeah. But when you have a couple of games that, like, so there's a big call here or there, or there's a big, you know, non-call yeah. here or there, it's a big problem because I did notice when, when the touchdown had happened, like, the defenders were like this. Yeah. And at first I was like, oh, wow, they're just looking at, like, each other, like, blown coverage, like, who the hell had them? Like, you know, like, because, like I said, I didn't have the volume up. So... I saw a touchdown, I looked over, I was like, damn, dude, this game's, like, getting out of hand possibly now. Like, yeah. All of a sudden, they're starting to score. And then we were continuing to play play a game that we were playing. And only until maybe an hour later on Twitter, everyone was like, what a controversial blown call or, or whatever. So I went to the bathroom and I had to, like, look at it. And I was like, wait, what the fuck happened? Like, yeah. what the, what are we, what? So if it would have been blown dead and not reversed, there would everyone would and Cincy would have been like, Are you fucking like Yeah, why'd you blow the whistle? And I totally get it. Again, it's a it's a double edged sword essentially. Yes. Cause he wasn't out of bounds, but he was marked out of bounds and then it's just like one team is gonna get screwed here. Yeah, because one way or another. Like they say, if the if the whistle gets blown, you can't review the play. Yeah. And it's the same thing like if the guys if they've ruled him down and they go, Sorry, the whistle blew, you can't review the play. Yeah. Well now, and, it's, now you and kind of he wasn't even out of bounds to begin with, so the play still yep. should have counted. So now you now you kind of opened a box up there, a little yeah. door, and I I really think it's if this was like week six, oh uh, you could pr- you could brush it off. Yeah, people would have been like, eh, it's blown dead. Yeah. Oh well, sorry. But the playoffs, everything gets magnified. Yeah, and everything just jumps up, and everyone goes, oh shit. Like you could definitely tell refs definitely. Yeah, I mean they feel that fucking pressure. Like, uh, of course. Shit. I mean, you're the game is essentially in your hands. Yeah, it, you're just as important as the players are yeah. essentially. So you need to make the right call, and for that to happen in that spot, granted it wasn't like in the fourth quarter to, to win the game or overtime or something, but it's still a, a a call that turned the outcome of the game in one direction rather than the other. Yeah. So you need to, I. I don't because half these refs aren't even refs; they're they're part time refs. Half of them are lawyers outside of the weekend. Yeah, I don't know if you need to get some kind of dedicated crew. And they've been talking about that for like what two, three seasons now. So it's like, and it's like it happens ev- in every single playoff. It's like yeah. the the Saints, the the pass interference yeah. on the Saints a couple years ago. It's just it's getting out of hand. Where they are determining outcomes of games. Granted, the Raiders should have did, done more. Kicking four field goals instead of touchdowns is not the way to win a playoff game. But you gotta you gotta limit this shit. Yeah. So, my personal opinion: if the whistle blown, then it should have been down right there. That's, even even if he wasn't out of bounds. It's been like that forever. So that's the official rule book. So now, why are you changing it now? Exactly. That's the thing. Because I feel like you felt the the pressure from the home crowd. Yeah. Of oh fuck, we fucked up. Like so, blatantly, we fucked up. Yeah. So you're you're get you're essentially getting bullied into making the yes. wrong decision when you yes. can't. You simply can't do that. But I mean, outside of that, like we said, they kicked f- Vegas kicked four field goals. Yeah. That's not how you win. You can't win a f- you can't win a playoff game. I like think that. Steve Young said the more field goals you kick, the closer you become the closer you come to an L. Yeah, it's in the postseason. And I mean, the Bengals look good. They look fine. Burrow two forty four. They look like they were playing at home. Th- that's what it was. But 
neither of these teams did anything to wow to really impress me really. No. And for Cincinnati going forward, that needs to change. Well, now it's big time. Because now you got to go to Tennessee. Who's getting Derrick Henry Derrick back. Derrick Henry back. Um, coming off a bye. I mean, look, maybe you can stay hot and just ride the wave and just beat them. Quite possibly. But 244, I mean, Jamar Chase had 116. But outside of that, they have a lot of weapons on offense. They do. I think they I think they got to still maintain the run game. And they really... They really didn't do that with Mixon in this game. Yeah. Which is fine because if you have Jamar Chase going off, you you don't need to run the goddamn ball. I just didn't I just didn't like them trying to throw too much with their yeah, defensive yeah. ends. They threw thirty four times. You know. But I mean, granted, I get it. Win's a win and you know You take it. Where's your strength? Yeah. Yeah, I guess your strength is in the passing game, but Mixon also was a top five running back. And and you got good weapons. You have Chase, who's oh, a stud. Yeah. Higgins, and you have Tyler Boyd in the slot. Yep. And you have um, Ozama, the tight end. Yeah, I was going to say, good luck pronouncing his name. I don't so, know. that's those are good weapons right there. Yeah. And, again, you're going to go against Tennessee. That's an extremely very well-coached team. Yes. It's very obvious that Rabel's a very good coach. And good luck. It's now Now you're starting to turn into the real shit now. I think they need to hold them in the second half. I think Cincy, if they can hold them in the second half, they have a chance to win this game. But I don't because, trust their defense. Because you know Derrick Henry is going to have some kind of rust on him. And, yes. And as the game goes on, he gets better. I think I think you need to hit him hard and quick. Yeah. Often and early. Because he he's not one to really break tackles. He just Once you hit him, he'll usually go down. I also think he's, you know, he's still lingering. There, there's got to be something. So you hit him quick, you hit him early, you hit him often. Yeah. And I think you bruise him before he can bruise you. And that's what I think you have to do, honestly. And I think they just need to, they just need to hang with them. Yeah. And I think, I think Cincinnati can hang with them pretty much throughout the game, yeah. honestly. But if Derrick Henry gets going, it's gonna be a long day. I also have a weird thing where I, maybe this sounds crazy, but I, I could see Vrabel somehow holding Henry back for the second half or the fourth quarter, and then... I'll let him go? Then letting him go. Because he may it know just, that he's he may be a little limited, so let me use him at the sure. end where he's fresh. Again... If the game is in striking distance, yes, but if the game is starting to get out of oh, hand, yeah, then okay. he's got to get going. Yeah. Because you can't have your best player on the sideline. No. So, especially in the playoffs. No. So you you need to get him going... Um, it's just going to depend on how he, how rusty he really is. Yeah. So. And if Julio shows up or his hamstrings are gone. Oh, he stinks. He's so bitch made. <laughs> he stinks. Uh. Um, Raiders, they had a good, look, after all the crap that they've gone through all they season. Got, yeah, they got to the postseason, you know. Derek Carr, I mean, good for you. I mean, they just fired their, their GM, so. Yeah, which I kind of understood, kind of didn't, but yeah. And... I mean, look, he threw for 310. What else can you really ask for? Yeah, I thought he played pretty well from what I watched. You know, I didn't think he played terrible. I just, I think they're another team that, they have some weapons, but they don't have a standout weapon, in my opinion. I mean, Josh Jacobs, just, he's injury prone throughout the whole season. Yeah. Renfro's a nice weapon, but he's not a big body X receiver. No. Darren Waller's a top three tight end, possibly. Oh, yeah, he's a monster. But you need, you need a, 
a number one. You need wide. a big extra receiver. You do. So, I mean, I don't know what way they're going to go. I don't know if they really played over their head this season. Could be, too, because you don't know what kind of philosophy they're going to want a head coach. Yeah. Some people believe that they were going to keep their heck, their intern head coach. I don't think it's going to happen. I'll see how a- it After happens. firing their GM. That, that pretty much tells me. Once they get the GM, then he'll get his coaching staff, and then they'll go from there. I think somehow if I'm Mark Davis, I would ask him, is there a way I can keep you on the staff? Yeah. And I would look at the GM and go, listen, if there's one little favor you can do for me. Yeah, to keep just keep him around. You know, so for at least a season or two. Yeah. All right, let's move on to the beatdown in Buffalo. Woo! Because this <laughs> this was two decades in the making here. The bro, all the frustration came out in one game, dude. And I won my first sports bet this weekend. Wow! I won. My, so <laughs> on DraftKings, and you didn't buy food for us tonight, you dick. On DraftKings, it was. Um, for every five thousand people uh-huh. to bet the over, the over would drop. So okay. it would drop a half a point. Okay. So starting it was forty six. The over was forty six, uh-huh. which I would have won anyway, alone on Buffalo. Yeah. So every five thousand people that bet the over, it would drop a half a point. So five thousand would drop to forty five and a half. Dude, I bet when it was. When it was the over under was five, so a touchdown either way I would have won money. Mm-hmm. So I, I I put twenty five on over five and I won it on the first drive. Wow, yeah. and I won like twenty three bucks. I know it's not a lot, but hey, it's more money than what you had. <laughs> so so we gotta go to you for all our gambling advice. Absolutely not. <laughs> yep, that's, that's what I, I heard. <laughs> I've never won a bet up until that point. That's what I heard. And if if this game would have ended three nothing. I'm, I may have, like, never watched football again. Ever. <laughs> ever, 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 ever. But, I mean, this this game was just a blowout from the start. This game was out of hand. Yeah. A- after the first two drives, the game was over. Yeah. Uh, Josh Allen went off. Bananas, to say the least. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. He was 21 for 25 with 308 and five touchdowns. Sweet Mary Joseph. It just... This was the Buffalo team we wanted to see going into the playoffs. Yeah. Um, if we had Buffalo when they played against the Jets in the last week, you'd be a little concerned. But they got up for this game, and they just completely decimated New England. Yes. Like we've been saying all year, if you can get a, a two-possession lead on New England and force Mac Jones to try to beat you, you have a good chance of winning the football game. You're most likely going to win the football and they, game. And they did it in two drives. Yeah. So, I mean, there's really not much else to really talk about in this game. They just... Just that I'm a fan of Buffalo right now. I hate to say it. If I'm Kansas City, watch out. I mean, Kansas City's hot too. So I mean, They are, but I'm just saying Buffalo ain't been the, there yet, the, man. It needs to... This it's game, a shame it's not going to be the AFC Championship yeah. game. Yeah. I would like this to be AFC Championship game. I hope this game's a bloodbath. I hope, I it's, hope it's a slugfest. I hope it's so good. I mean, it has Please all, don't let me down. It has all the makings of I being know. a slugfest. I swear to God, if it's 10 to nothing, I'm going to kill somebody. <laughs> don't put that out there. Gonna, yeah, okay. What else, what else could I possibly do to my shit right now <laughs> in football? True. But, 
Mac Jones was forced to throw 38 times in this game. 38 times. Two interceptions. Yeah, sacked three times. Yep. They had no run game whatsoever. And they really... Buffalo just suffocated them. Yeah. That's all they did. They froze them out, and that was it. It was over after the second drive. They had, what, what was it, seven touchdown drives in a row? Yeah. And or uh, wasn't it like every one of their drives? Every one of their drives except the knee down, the, the knee oh, yeah, at the yeah. end. Was. So I think it was seven consecutive touchdown drives. Yep. I mean, look, if you want to win a football game, That's especially in the playoffs, you do that. That's how you do it. And they're going to need to try to replicate that in, in Kansas City. Good luck. It's gonna. I think it's going to come down to the defense in that game. Because I think both teams are going to put up points. Who's, yeah. who's going to bend but don't break? In who's going to make the the turnover? Who's going to cause yeah. it? Who's going to create it? I don't know, man. I, just, uh, I don't know why I like this Buffalo team so much. But I, Cause they're ever, a good team. Ever since Josh Allen like took off, I'm like, ah, I like this team it's now. all the coaching staff. I just like this team. I know. They, I they, they developed him so well. So I mean, after the first two seasons, you thought he was going to be a bust. But then year three came around. He he's, took off. He, yeah, he's like a, he's an elite quarterback now. Like he didn't get better. He he ascended. Yeah, <laughs> he really did. So I mean, I you mean, look at him and Mahomes, and I'm not. I don't want to get too ahead of myself, but you almost look at them as like the next like Brady Manning duo. Yeah, when it could those be. two get together, you go. I gotta watch this. Yeah, you know what I mean. And it sucks because I am a Jets fan. I am in the AFC, and I gotta watch all these stud quarterbacks for the next <laughs> twenty years. And I'm just praying to God, please, God, let it be Zach Wilson. <laughs> let yeah. Zach Wilson pan out to be the franchise guy. But, I mean, look, th- you got to win your division first. got to win in your division, and the Jets don't do that. No. But I'm not, I'm not talking about the Jets. I don't want to talk about yeah, the Jets. Yeah, nobody wants to talk about that shit. <laughs> but, again. We're already ending with shit. We don't need <laughs> more shit. But, um, I mean, at least Buffalo got somewhat of the running game going. Yeah. So, and, and. Keep letting Josh Allen run the ball, too. Yeah. That can help your run game. I mean, Singletary had 81 on the ground. He was gashing them left and right. Yeah. So, if you can take that to Kansas City, you can win a game. It's just a matter of limiting the mistakes that you make against a good Kansas City team. Yeah. And same thing goes for Kansas City. If you make a mistake, Buffalo will probably make you pay for it. Yeah, they they have the, you know, they have the fucking, they're not Pittsburgh. Yeah, no. I mean, Pittsburgh. Look, I, we could go right to the Pittsburgh. Look, we knew what that team was going to be. You knew what was going to happen. You just you look at Big Ben. You go, what a career! Very nice Hall of Fame kind of career. Yeah, guy's going to be the Steeler for life. He's yep. a prototypical, prototype Steeler kind of quarterback. He just looked yeah. like a Steeler quarterback. It was his time. It was definitely his time. Yeah. The fact that you snuck into the playoffs for one more game, good for you. At least you could say, eh, you know, I usually make it. I usually made it to the playoffs. Yeah, because he did. Yeah, I mean, him and Tomlin, they were good together. He also can say, I also was with Cower. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, for a franchise guy, you don't want anything less than what he was. He was. He was a, on the field. Yeah, off the field, we're gonna leave that off yeah, the field. I'm leaving it off the field. Stop <laughs> bringing it up, bastard. But on the field is. That's what you want. You want your quarterback and your team to be in it every year. And yep. that's what Pittsburgh was from his whole tenure there. Yep. He was always in important games in December and January. That's yep. all you can ask for. Granted, could he have won a couple more Super Bowls? 
Yeah, I think he had a good enough team to do that. But I, Yeah, and I think they crumbled at the end a couple of those years against the Patriots. But again, you can see the age catch up to him. Pretty drastically. You don't see that in, in Brady. It's just very interesting to see what Pittsburgh and where they go from here. I, I don't think there's their next quarterback is on their roster. They say that they're going to run with Rudolph. I think we saw enough of Rudolph. I I, I think they're just saying it just to say it. Because it ain't going to be Dwayne Haskins. There's just I just don't see it, man. I don't see it. And I don't know, unless they try to bridge Rudolph, just have Ru- Rudolph run next year and then maybe draft the quarterback the next year because we know this quarterback draft class is not that good. Yeah, it's true. But, I mean, they could probably have one of their guys maybe fall to them or maybe make a little bit of a move up. But I don't know how much value they have in these quarterbacks. Yeah. But, I mean, look, Ben, he could barely throw the damn ball. It was it was bad. Yeah, it was painful to watch. Um, I should got who used to be able to he suck had, that shit. He had less than five yards per attempt. Yeah, dude. It's... And, he, and they forced him to throw 44 times. It was time. Which, I mean, not for nothing... You were losing early, so you kind of need to throw the ball. Yeah, of course. They but, took Najee Harris out of it. Yeah, I mean, Najee Harris had 29 yards on the ground. Yep. So, nobody did anything in the receiving game either. So, nobody had over 37 yards. So, much, that just tells you the whole game, right? Yeah. yeah you just. I mean, Big Ben, 215, and then the, the highest receiver is 37. So, you knew just by that alone that they weren't going to win. Oh, yeah. And... Kansas City, Patrick Mahomes throws for over 400. That's the only stat you need to know is that he threw over 400. He just does what he's got to do. Um, but, yeah, if, if they could play like this and Buffalo played like they did, there's no reason why we shouldn't have potentially game of the year. Oh, my God, bro. So, I mean. It be amazing. Again, there's not much else to talk about this Kansas City game. So, we, we can move on, again, to another game that really was over before it even started was – uh, the Bucks beating the sh- beating the absolute hell out of the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Um, again, this this game was was over before it even started. Yeah, it was over after the second drive. There's just these se- these seventh seeded teams need to not be here next year. It wasn't a good look this year. It was bad. I get that you want to make things more interesting, but this but was... they were they were outclassed. Outclass coached, even, yeah. Was, in in every aspect of the game, Philly should not be playing Tampa Bay in the playoffs. No, Philly is not a good team. They were not very good at all. So, I mean, uh, the fact that like Dallas Goddard, it's like your number one guy right there because you're running a double tight end set most of the time because you want to run the ball. Yeah, and then you don't really run the ball with Miles Sanders like you should have been running the ball. Which I don't understand. And then Jalen Hurts, and then well, he was wa- he, he was in a walking boot. Let me tell you something. I dude. don't care. Jalen Hurts is not the guy, and it's pretty fucking blatantly obvious. Yeah. The guy doesn't have an arm. I mean, I would I, the the interception in the end zone. I can't believe he thought he was going to get that that into that window. Yeah, I don't. I know. was. I go and when he when they said, "Oh, he bullet passed," I go, "Do you know he underthrew that bullet? That wasn't a good bullet. He should have lobbed it and give his receiver maybe an opportunity in the back or listen to Terry Bradshaw and say the second he did that double move, that ball's in the air." You got to throw that. You got to get that out like that. He just doesn't seem comfortable as a quarterback. And I'm not going to go all out on his head coach because his head coach looks like they kind of know what they are. 
and he knows what he wants to run, I don't think Jalen Hurts is the guy to run it. I think the fact that they did not use Smith at all yeah. was beyond shocking to me. And Jalen Rager, you're cut. That, that thousand percent, you're fucking what cut. What a bust he is. Holy shit, thank God. He, dude, it, it's, it's weird. They're in a shitty spot because they're, there are games where Jalen Hurts looks fucking good and it gives you hope that he can be the guy, but then there are other games like this one and other games where it's just like, what are you doing? I I thought Todd Bowles played him so perfect. Where the, it took told me everything I need to know on the one RPO where he went, he couldn't hand it off because the guy was waiting, and then when he took it, right yeah. in his face. I'm like, you're fucked. And then you had a guy behind him. I mean, literally, I'm like, they knew exactly how to play you, where to play you. Just contain him. Because then, if Jalen Hurts can't run away, he's completely fucked. And, if, and you're forcing him to beat you? And give me those odds. And, well, that's why I'm saying. He doesn't... To me, I've watched a couple games where they're like, oh, he looks good. I'm like, but it's, all it, about the, it's all about is the it, legs. Is it sustainable and isn't consistent enough? And the answer is no. Because he's it, not... It hasn't been consistent since he started. He's not that good. So... And his arm is weak. Yeah. It's weak. And, it, like, that situation reminds me of the same thing as Miami's situation with Tua. Yeah. It's just like, you don't know what you have in your in your quote-unquote franchise guy. Yeah. And it's just like, you're kind of in purgatory now. Yeah. So do you do you go out and you draft a quarterback, or do you run what hurts again, see if he can develop another year? But what happens if he doesn't develop in another, in another then year? you draft somebody. At least you're not paying him big money. Yeah. So, I mean, again, th- this was an Eagle team that, shockingly enough, made the playoffs, but... Again, really shouldn't have been there. Yeah, they were they were outclassed in every aspect of this game. Yeah, they should have never even gotten the plane to go to. I would have, I would have wa- rather watched the Saints person. Yeah, I, I mean you can make that argument, but again, it's it's Tom Brady in the playoffs. What do you expect? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you expect? And you have Mike Evans going for one seventeen. Yeah, have fun covering that. There's really not much else to say. I mean, the Eagles just are not that good of a football team. I don't care what their record says. No, then. <laughs> if you watched an Eagles game, you would know that they're not that good. They lost to the Cowboys back up. Well, they <laughs> they just, whatever. Um, We'll go to last night's game, or Monday night's game, the Rams and the Cardinals. This is the Arizona team that we've been talking about for the past two months, and that they were going to crumble. Boy, oh, boy. And Did they and crumble indeed? They were it wasn't that they were bad. They were abysmal. Yeah. I don't understand what Kyler Murray was trying to do on half his plays. He I don't did, think he knew what the fuck he was trying to do. He did nothing of significance in this game at all. No. Um, he threw a terrible pick six in the end zone. But this was a Rams team that absolutely smothered them from play one. It was not even close. Yeah. Um, Stafford really didn't need to do anything spectacular. I think he threw no. for just over 200, but he was he was efficient, and they they and defense just went off. Yeah, and their offense did exactly what they needed to do, and just score points. I mean the the pick six. What the fuck are you trying to? What are you trying to that do on pick, that play? What are you trying to do? Well, I think I don't know if. They said it on the cast or if it was after that he was trying to throw the ball away. I'm like, what are you doing? You don't throw it like that. (laughs) 
And it's just... Would you rather give up two points or six? <laughs> Let me... I'll th- give up the two. But yeah, at the same time, it's just like... What is going on with this Arizona team that they cannot... They are so inept at the end of the season that they can't even do anything. I get losing D-Hop is a big hit. But again, you should have more than enough people to make up for that. Does he seem pouty to you? Kyler? Yeah. When things start to not go his way, I get you. He just seems. I feel like he doesn't pouty. let let shit go. I feel like he just when he makes a mistake, you can kind of capitalize on it, and you can just keep if you keep bullying him. Essentially, he'll just get into like a little pouty. Yeah. He yeah. Is there any time I've ever seen it, he'll just sit there on the bench like. Hmm. So like, it's like hmm. so. Is he the problem? Is it Kingsbury? Is it the rest of the team? Because Kyler has value and he has skill. You could see it. He's got a good yeah. arm. He can run. But you shouldn't be losing games like this. No. It's, at least you shouldn't be losing games like this this badly. Yeah. You shouldn't look this bad. And I get that it's the Rams and they have a high-powered offense and a very good defense. They but, got money, bro. But Christ, you didn't do anything. To help your cause at all. And granted, I'm going to say this. Rams should have won this game. Yes. They did what they should have done. Yeah. Listen, from the rest of the playoffs, there was a reason why Jared Goff and Stafford got traded. Yeah. Because they thought Stafford could get them to a Super Bowl and win that Super Bowl. Yep. You took your first step. Congratulations in your, like, 12-year career. You finally got a win. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I mean, people talk about Tony Romo, but not him. But anyway, um, so... (laughs) You finally got your first win with a star-studded cast. That, that's to be fair, yes. You should have. You should have. I'm going won. to be honest with you. Yeah. Should have. So now, now you got to go against the goat. Yes. Good luck. Yeah. I'm. I'm not saying that the Rams can't win this game. Not saying that. But I will say this: that Buccaneers defense just got healthy. Yeah. And that Buccaneers defense, on paper, may be better than Rams. Yeah. And granted, you they, can make the argument, yeah. They got Donald. I, scariest man alive. Yeah. I fully understand yes. it. They probably have a better corner than Jalen Ramsey. I mean, they're fucking paid, right? Yeah. So they should be. They're paid for a reason. Um, yeah, also have Von Miller. So you you got guys who Oof. should be able to get to the quarterback. But I look at that Buccaneers defense, and I got to say, Todd Bowles right now is coaching himself another head coaching gig. Oh, he'll that's he'll how, get one. Probably. That's how so well he's doing. Just buyer beware. Todd Bowles is doing this great with defense because he's scheming well because he has so much talent too. Yeah. So, like again, I always say that every time. Like, listen, I'm not giving zero credit to a coordinator. Yeah. What kind of talent do you have? And that Buccaneers defense is talent from it's top stacked, to bottom. Yes, it is. So. What what do you think the key to this game for each team would be? Honestly, if you don't let the Rams run the ball, because McVay likes to run. Yeah. He does like to have that kind of balance. If you don't let them run and establish that and you can grab Stafford, I think it's a wrap. Then then you I think p- it's a wrap. If you're the Rams, boy, you gotta get in Brady's face. And and yes. the, Steve Spagnuolo will tell you that you got to get in Brady's face, make him uncomfortable because they don't have a crazy amount of weapons on offense. And let's be honest, couple in the first half out of sync. 
Yeah. Him and his other wide receivers. The only guys I feel like he really trusts is Gronk and Mike Evans. Now, granted, Mike Evans is a hell of Two a weapon. Sons, yeah. He's 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 pretty damn good. And Gronk, Gronk is, is his boy. Gronk is good. That red zone, watch out. Yeah. Everywhere else, Gronk is. Man, I don't really care. Yeah. That red zone, Gronk is a factor. I think this. I think it's going to be a defensive line. To, X factor kind of game. Yeah, and whatever I, defensive line can win. Yeah, then I think their team is going to win. And I, I could see both teams not being able to run the ball. I can see that. Yeah, I think it's going to be a pass heavy game. It's, I think it needs to be, especially if because the Buccaneers O line is a little banged up now. Yeah, so it's a little banged up, but at the same time, both D lines are no jokes. Yeah, no. That that Vita Vea guy. Yeah, Vita Vea is nice. Is, is so good. I wish the Cowboys would have drafted him. I think they had their chance. Anyway, <laughs> he should, he's just he's so athletic, he's, a he's so strong. Yeah. And then you have his like the old timer, yeah. Dominican Sue, who used to be that nasty. Guy. Yeah. I mean, he was like the Aaron Donald right before Aaron Donald came in, and then Aaron Donald's just an animal. He's a. But I think monster. I think Von Miller needs to show up for this game. I think Von Miller of Super Bowl because Broncos needs to come. I out feel and play. like. Once he went to the Rams, I think I, I just feel like I haven't heard his name. Well, I know he was hurt for a bit, and I just think he's just maybe trying to get healthy. But in the playoffs, he needs to come out, come out. I know, and play. I know, I know he sacked Kyler at least once the other game. I feel like everybody did. <laughs> Very true, but I think I think if I need to pick one X factor on that defense, it needs to be him. Because if they doubled Aaron Donald, which he they probably needs to should, get. then he needs to get back there. Yeah. So. Because for forget it. If they, if he can get back there, Brady may die. <laughs> yeah, it's all it's uh, because then all of a sudden you got to try to double team two guys. Yeah, Good and luck. then somebody's gonna run free. Then, yeah, then you blitz and then you're in Brady's face. Yep. But no, I I, I think that should be a good game as well. Um, I'll, I'll, again, another slug. It should be a slugfest, really. It's just gonna be. I think it may be ben, lower, Don't break I, on defense. I think it may be lower scoring than you think. I don't know why. I just think that may be a lower score, scoring game. Well, I think people, well, you, defense are going to want to play tight. Well, you think that Ramsey's probably going to wrap up Mike Evans for all game, for you the most think. part, or at least put him on him. And Mike, as you should, and he and he very much well could. Yeah. So I don't know. It'll be a good game, definitely. Um, I want to see the Rams win, mm-hmm. just because I don't want to see Tom Brady win. Yeah, no, I'm cool <laughs> with the Rams winning, brother. But um, but yeah, you ready? <laughs> we covered all the games already so fast. Yeah, I mean, every game was a was a blowout essentially, except the the Bengal game, and that was. Oh my God, he's got a list. He's got a list. Holy shit! <laughs> he's got a full piece of paper here. I don't want to make sure I didn't miss anything. Okay. Well, if you guys don't know, if this is your first time listening, me personally, I'm a Jets fan, and John is a Dallas Cowboys fan, so. <laughs> He's like, he texted me this week saying, we're going to close the show with the Cowboys. So I'm like, okay, I kind of figured we would anyway. But he's like, he's like, let me go. I'm like, okay. The so, fa- but the fact that I texted you yeah, and just said, we're finishing with the Cowboys. I sat, when you texted me that, I'm like, ooh, I was excited. Yeah. Oh, no, I was like, I go, yeah. It's- because there, there is a lot to talk about in this game. There's a lot. And I'm, I'm going to let you go. For as long as you need to, and even, then... I don't even know how long I need to go. And then I'll say, do you want me to interject with my opinions or no? I don't know. Okay. So, I'll, I'll throw them in if I feel 
feel the need Maybe to. I don't give a fuck about your opinions. There you go. Oh, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well. Oh, my the, God. The floor is yours, my friend. So the Dallas Cowboys. There's so much to talk about here. So, <laughs> 430 game showed up. Yep. Okay. Old 90s rivalry, Cowboys, 49ers. Stadium set. Good amount of 49er fans there. They travel they well. Tra- yes. Travel well. So, I had a feeling that their defense needed to stop the run, right? Yep. Well, in the beginning, they kind of didn't. They didn't. They kind of didn't. Okay. Yeah. And I kind of thought that their offense was going to need to run the ball for the Cowboys. Yeah. They didn't. They didn't. They didn't do that. <laughs> so, that, that's two right off the rip. That I, <laughs> That's two downs. I thought the Cowboys needed to... Really establish a fucking rhythm here. Yeah. And they did. No rhythm. All kinds of mess-ups in the first first half. Second half, I see a defensive adjustment, right? Yeah. Okay, defensive. Cool, 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 cool. Offense. Still getting in our ways, right? All kinds of shit. Yeah. Jimmy lets us back in the game. Uh Continue. I'm, I'm not going to talk about Jimmy G and how bad he is. He I've been saying it for years. Let's us back in the game. Yeah. Still kind of can't capitalize, right? So, all of a sudden, the last couple seconds of the game come up. And in my heart, I went, this is where something controversial comes in. Because the Dallas Cowboys let it happen. Yeah. First off, they went for the field goal, and I was like, I don't even care. They're like, yeah, but they <clears> score. <throat> so whatever. Yeah. So they go down the field. I think they had like 42 to 38 seconds, something like that. Okay. 10 to 12 yard, bang, bang, bang. Tony Romo's yeah. walking us through the whole thing. Yeah. This is what they need to do. This is what they need to do. This is what they need to do. Okay. Then it happens, and Dak takes off. And I go, okay. He's probably going to run about 10, 10 yards. Yeah. Slide. I kind of understand that. You slide. You get down. and You, you get, get down because then you can come right back up. Yeah. Nobody gets on top of you because everybody's – all right. The understanding of it, I understood what they were going for. Yeah. He ran a little too long. Yep. And they forgot. They kind of forgot something. An official has to touch the ball. Yeah. Otherwise, you can't play. You let too much time. I, I don't, don't know if you know, but Belichick runs something like this in the summer. And has it down to 18 seconds. 18 seconds. Under 18 seconds, we don't do anything like this. Yeah. Because it's going to take you 18 seconds to run the play, grab, give the ball to the official, hike it, spike it, and have time for one more play. Yeah. He has it down to the seconds. And I last my check, Mike McCarthy's not Bell Belichick. He is not. He's not. Gay men's controversy, right? Yep. Okay. So there's my little brief sum of the fucking game. Yeah. <laughs> now we're going to go into what the fuck is wrong with their offense, their defense, their personnel, everything. Yeah. Now I deep dive on everything. Okay. Okay, because that's that's general consensus. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to start with the defense. Okay. Because I feel like the defense is going to be the quickest one. Okay. I think this is the easiest one, too. I'm going to say, first thing that I have to say is I have to say thank you to Dan Quinn. I think Dan Quinn, if 
the Cowboys are dumb enough to let him leave, we're going to pay for it. That is a big mistake if they let him leave that building. I will say, and I haven't commented on the other two big coaches, I think Dan Quinn's the best coach on their staff. Yes. Which means you know exactly what I'm about to say yes, about I do. the other two later on. Yep. So, Dan Quinn, thank you. I think he really turned around in the second half. Yeah. They started to, they didn't have the pass rush that I really wanted, but they were able to contain at times. I thought LVE had a really nice game. I thought Parsons was all over the place. Yeah. Um, so, like the pass rush, it was there and gone. Sometimes it was there in the second yeah. half, it was kind of gone in the first half. I thought their defensive line at times played well. At other times, it was meh. I think they need more beef. Sure. I really do. I, I don't think in the middle they play with beef. I think they play with more finesse, which is great for pass rush. But when you're trying to run that ball, yeah. you're trying to defend that run, it's a little hard. But I get it. Second half was better. I like the adjustments. It looked like yeah. it looked like one coach talked to his side of the ball and said, "All right, listen. So this is what they're doing. This is what we need to start doing." Yeah. Cuz I thought I thought Samuel was going to have his plays. I really did. I didn't think they were going to be able to contain him 100%. It's one of those things where listen, He's what? He's so hard to contain. He's going to get you. We're going to get burned here. I will say this. I thought Javon uh, Jerron Curse Played Kittle phenomenally, yeah, and also did the same thing with Kelsey this season. I mean, Kittle what had what one? I think one, one reception. reception. And I thought Kittle was going to be a secret, a secret weapon, not secret, but in a way of slowly destroy us. Yeah, I mean, all of a sudden I go, dude, we can't stop the guy. He was a no factor. Yeah, wasn't he, even in the game. Yeah, he wasn't even. And there. I and I and I went, you know what? That's fucking awesome. So I think Curse was a hell of a find. So, when it comes to free agency this year, because there's going to be a lot of free agents now, yeah, Curse may be one of those guys you may want to bring back. Same thing with Randy Gregory. Randy Gregory kind of showed you this season what yeah. his full full potential really is. We all know that they have a stud in Parsons. Yeah. A stud. And trust me, I cried a little bit when I saw him walk off the field. And I went, really? This is what we're going to do. So... Linebacking core didn't do that too bad. Yeah, I thought no. they, I thought they plugged a lot of holes with the defensive line. Kind of struggled. Yeah. I thought LVE played a very nice game. I haven't seen him play that kind of a game in a while. He seemed inspired. I know he's going to be a free agent. I mean, you got First of all, you got to get up for a playoff game. If yeah, you can't well, get, if you can't tell get that to my a, offense, you can't get up for a playoff game. Then you don't deserve to be on the field. Tell it to my offense. Well, we'll get to the offense. Tell that to my coaching staff. Okay. Like I said, Randy Curse, LVE, those are kind of your three big free agents coming up. Yeah. I don't see how you keep all three. Obviously, there's a lot of wiggle room that needs to happen. Yeah. I kind of think Curse really stepped up this year. I think Quinn really figured him out. The thing that kind of makes me feel, uh, is I feel like if Quinn goes somewhere else, Curse is just going to follow him. Because he'll be a free agent. Yeah. And he knows Dan Quinn. Which is almost a little weird thing that I have in like four to five years. I hope Parsons signs back with the Cowboys. Because he loves Dan Quinn. I mean, if he he coached Micah Parsons up. We're having doubts about Michael Michael Parsons when they drafted him. Just because of personality. Yeah, we're just like, does he even want to play football? Yeah. And the second he steps on the field, he's just a stud. And you're like... 
Oh my god. So how much is that attested to, to for, Dan, for Quinn. Dan Quinn? And obviously, like I said, if they let him walk, God, if Parsons regresses, you're like, what did, What happened? Th- then you know guys? what it kind of was. Yeah. I, don't, um, I mean, I think the kid, listen, I think talent is talent. Yeah, you have if you have raw talent like that, I mean, it's going to be hard to really regress badly. Yeah, I think raw talent is raw talent. I think talent is talent. Yeah. So, defense, I really didn't have much of a problem. They kept them in the game, let's be honest. Yes. They kept them in the game, right? Um, even the special teams, right? The fake punt. Yeah. Beautifully executed. It happened. And then the offense did what it did. At that point in the game, it had to have happened. Because they couldn't punt the ball again no. and give it back to them. No. So. Offensive side of the ball. Okay, here we go. <laughs> All right. Let's start with the O-line. Okay. The overrated O-line. Yep. Fucking overrated. Not even that good. Yeah. Honestly not. Um, people were getting on Tyron Smith because he gave up a sack. Dude, guy gives up like four sacks in four years. Yeah. I mean, I'm being honest. He is not Him the problem. and Zach Martin are not the problem. cut the shit. Yeah. Okay, cut the shit. Lel Collins, meh. He's kind of all right. He's not bad. I got a problem with Connor Williams, though. Yeah, this, this motherfucker just... This motherfucker needs to stop holding. Yeah. Okay? Which brings me to another fucking point. Oh, here we go. The penalties. Of how undisciplined one fucking team could possibly be. You can't have 14 penalties. How many times do you... I mean, do we have to fine people? Do we have to fire people? Do we have to make them run laps? I don't... I really don't understand what the problem is with the fucking penalties. Because a yeah. lot of them are holding. A lot of them happen and kill the offensive momentum. And it, it's pre-snap, too. On offense and defense. The pre-snap ones. Guys, what are we fucking doing? <laughs> Line like, the fuck up correctly. Yeah. Stop fucking holding. Stop false starting. Um, get set. Um, what the fuck are we doing? And how, are we, how are we this bad? Especially after the fucking Raiders game. Yeah. That was, I mean, that one right there showed you, guys, what are you doing? Yeah. You don't have this shit solved by now, because there is no tomorrow. Yeah. So you better have it solved. Oh, you don't have it solved. Now, granted, there were a couple of non-calls. Sure. Parsons got held in the back. Yeah. I saw that. There's a couple of non-calls. Maybe there was a couple of soft ones going the Cowboys' way. Whatever. But if you look at those penalties... Almost every single one of them were warranted for a flag. Yes. They were blatant. Yes. So it's like, what do you, you can't blame the refs for that because if they're illegal hands to the face, the dude's helmet, you don't snap the Literally, head. right. I'm like, what are you doing? So it's like, they're all warranted penalties. On a big third down. And it's like, you're, you're causing, you're committing penalties play after play and you're killing drives before they even start. You're killing offensive drive momentum. And you're, you're elongating giving, your defensive and, drives, and you're giving you're giving first downs to the other team. They don't have to do anything. You can't do it. You can't do that. I, I just I've never seen such an undisciplined team, and it was it was I ridiculous because it seemed like every play there was a flag on them. Like just as much as a wide receiver not catching a fucking ball, I the 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 <laughs> penalty undisciplined bullshit is so frustrating. Yes. I mean, and 14 times nonetheless. Like, you can't be that bad, guys. I mean, let's. You can hate the refs all you want. And I'm going to be honest. 
If you're a Cowboys fan and you're still to this day blaming the ref for the entire fucking debacle of a game, you can't. Let me tell you something. If you watched from the first play to the last play, the Dallas Cowboys played like fucking ass. Yeah. They fucking sucked. And if they you play like that, it's going to happen. You never put the game in the ref's fucking hands. Yeah. That's exactly what they did. They put the game in the ref's hands the entire time. I don't care if you want to get better, fucking work it out. Yeah. Fucking work it out. Because this offensive line, to me, over-fucking-rated. Overrated. This offensive line got punched in the fucking mouth. Yeah. And didn't know how to respond. And even after... Maybe y'all are old, maybe y'all are too small, I don't know. Even after Bosa and Warner got hurt. I mean, Nick Bosa literally got fucking taken out. I'm like, okay. We can call it a break. Oh, no, we're still... What the fuck? You call it a break. That's a... That is one of the biggest breaks you can catch. San Francisco gave you every break. Yes. At the end, they gave you every fucking break. They, they, they handed the yep. Dallas Cowboys the game on a silver platter. Yep. Jimmy G, hot and ready, here you go. Yep. Here's the game, just take just it from ta- me. Just take it from me, guys. Just take and they it. Refused. I don't even care. He threw the bad pick and you scored off of it, but after that, nothing happened. Then it just it was just complete shit after that. Yeah. It's like, what, what are we doing? So... The O-line's not a top-five O-line anymore. No. My biggest fear is that Tyron Smith retires. I've been, like, in fear of this for, like, three years. But, like, I mean, he fairly was healthy this year. I will say that. Yeah. Compared to the last couple seasons, he was fairly healthy. And he was still fucking good. I mean, Trent Williams, it, literally, you have, like, the number one and number two. You know yeah. what I mean? Okay. So, we're going to the running back group now. Okay. Okay. I was just going to say, where do we start? But Well, we started right at O-line. Okay, yeah. We started at old one. So I find out Zeke's hurt. PCL, right? PCL tear. Okay. So nobody has authority to tell him you're sitting two fucking weeks. You're going to get healed up. Nobody has authority. We're going to let the guy run. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know. We, apparently we all, we all lost our balls or something. They dropped. Apparently we can't tell the guy he can't play. Or maybe it's because there's a big guy up in the fucking stands named J.J. over there who goes, well, I paid him like $90 million, so he's got to run. Yeah, well, J.J., it's not the fucking way it's supposed to work. Yeah, no, it's not. And let me tell you something. He had a couple plays where I was like, the guy's fighting. Yeah. Like that one first down, fucking fought, man. He blocked two guys on one one shot to give Dak a second more. I mean, there are things that Zeke can still do. I'm not doubting that. Yeah. But why does Tony Pollard have four rushes? Yeah. Four rushes. You should have tried to establish a run. It's not like you were ever so far out of this game that you had to. It's really funny because I've seen this before. It was a Jason Garrett error. And it's still like that now. So you're telling me Kellen Moore is a lot like Jason Garrett? Is Is that what we're. Was that what's transpiring? I hope not for you guys. Um, we'll get to Kellen more later. But, again, you need that run game to open up the pass game. They are even, they're only a better team when they run the fucking ball Even well. if Zeke is hurt, run Pollard then. If you need Zeke... Four rushes. If you need Zeke, use him on like third and two, third and three. Something to get you the, the first, first down. down. Yeah. You can feature Pollard for the rest of the game. Or if you want to put Zeke on a third down for pass blocking. Fine. Here and there. 
I get it. But you went completely away from the run game for no reason. Completely. And it's and it's really your bread and butter. So it's like It is your bread and butter. And like if you can get that going, you can get Lamb and you can get Schultz and you can get Cooper going, then you have your offense is flowing a lot better, but it didn't happen. No. Not really much bad. I mean, it's not on Zeke or Pollard, in my no. opinion. It, that's that's on play calling and coaching. You're gonna. I'm gonna look at Zeke and say you're a warrior, dude. What do you want me to tell you? Sorry. Yeah. Like, I think my biggest concern is Zeke's done. I mean, um, it's hard to come back from injuries and shit. So Running back position is a thing. Yep. I think he's still gonna be with the team. I think so too. Because I contract contractually, I don't think they can get out of it. Um. I also think if you're Zeke, I don't think you go anywhere else. If you're Zeke, you got to realize you're going to somebody has to man up and say you have a limited role next year. Yeah. And Pollard's going to be more of of a Well, it, well Pollard's a free agent, isn't he? I'm not sure. Okay. Cuz everyone the way they're making it sound is like Pollard's going to stay. I don't which, know. Which th- they I think they need to. I think I think he works so well for them. Exactly. I think this is a good I think it's a good, not a great running back room right now. Yeah. With, with Zeke's injuries and him aging, it's just it's not a good look. No. Really? No. And he is not the player that he used to be. No. And listen, and let me tell you something. That. If next year this kind of keeps coming up, I'm sorry. Then it's got to be over. Yeah. It's a shame. It, it needs to be over. Because I love him. Yeah. Listen, I like Zeke a lot. I really imbi- I like. I, I just like him. He's, just, he's a football His attitude, player. Yeah. Um, when he, I mean, listen, man, I, I've watched years one and two film, and his explosiveness ain't fucking there. Yeah, I hate to say it. When I watch him versus Alabama, I said, God <laughs> damn, man. Let me get I, that Zeke back, <laughs> bro. If if he had that 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 run, like just that fucking speed, bro. Yeah. But now we go to the wide receiver group. Okay. And I guess tight end, you know, whatever. If you, want, you know. I think this could be Amari Cooper's final year. I think so, too. I really do. I think this could be his final year. Because something's not right. Yeah. Something's not right. Um, I don't know if he's always hurt or not. I don't know what's happening. Or they're just not scheming him. But they were thrown to him in the first half. And in the second half, they... He he pulled Amari Cooper. He's, he disappeared. But maybe they made him disappear. Maybe. Because... I'll read later on what Troy Aikman said. Okay. Because it raised my eyebrow and went, "Well, if Troy's seeing this, yeah, why can't they? Why come can't on they now? See? Yeah. Um, I think you try to bring Gallup and Wilson back if you can. Yeah, I mean, Gallup- apparently, apparently Gallup hasn't had surgery yet. I don't know why. I don't know what we're waiting for. So yeah, I don't. I think you can get Gallup back. I think you can get him back cheaper now. Yes. Especially off the injury. Um, Wilson, listen, Cedric Wilson had a nice year. Kid's good. Yeah. Kid's actually pretty good. He could throw, too. I don't think he's as good as Gallup, but, I mean, he's fast as shit, too. Uh, listen, if you can keep that core, I mean, I like your core. It's a it's a good it's core. It's a good core, yeah. I, everybody says it's a good core. It didn't seem like that. He just, he needed to make that, he needed to bail Dak out on that one catch. I know it's a tough catch. I gotta say, even Romo said that that ball was kind of right where it needed to yeah, be, though. And and it hit him in the hands, and he dropped it. Yeah, you need to you need to bail your quarterback out that extended the play for that long and just heaved it to you. Yeah, and it, you would have gotten, I think, within the ten. 
you needed to catch that ball, and yeah. he didn't. So. so, can you tell me if C.D. Lamb played? I, I wouldn't be able to tell you. I could tell you that he caught one ball for 21 yards. Oh, so apparently he was in attendance? He was there. He was there. He was there. I don't know why they don't throw him the ball. I don't know either. I don't know why they don't use him. They were all hyped as shit about him. Everyone was like, damn, CeeDee Lamb is so good. He's the number one wide receiver on, on the team. He quite possibly is. Yeah. I wouldn't know. Because Not from this performance. They never threw to him. But again, is that more of a, a testament to San Francisco's defense locking him down? Or is, is that, it? I don't know. Or is it scheme? Maybe. It could be either or. Like, we have a stud in Diggs, apparently. I'm going to be a little honest with you. Okay, because I want to be honest with you. I'm going to be honest with you first. Okay. So fuck yourself. Um, if Trevon Diggs didn't get interceptions, the boy is burnt as toast. Okay? Okay, I'm glad that you said that because he is grossly I'm not, overrated. I didn't, I didn't overrate him. Oh, no. I never said he was elite. No, no, I'm just saying. When, every, when people were calling him a shutdown corner, I said he's not. It's not even close. Like, I said, boy gave up a thousand yards this year. Yeah, I like, said that's like the I, most in the league. If I go, I'm not mistaken. Brandon a QQ, whatever his fucking name is, Iuk, toasted his ass. Ayuk toasted him multiple times. Toasted, and toasted. If, and if it wasn't for Jimmy G's noodle of an arm, or overthrowing him, I'm like Ayuk should have had like over hundred. Toasted. He, he was toasting digs bad, real bad. And they're like, oh, you boy needs to call. Listen. You made all pro first team because you had eleven interceptions. That's the, o- that's the only reason that's why. The only reason. And I'm listen. I'm gonna give you your credit. Yeah. Ball hawk. Yes. Listen, if a guy gave you eleven interceptions a season, I think you almost will take the thousand yards. Yes. That's the problem. Yeah. You'll kind of take it because you gave me the ball back eleven times this year. Yeah. All right, man. I'm gonna take that, but I'm gonna get somebody else to go on the other side because. Yeah. Eh. I was reading some shit, and they're like, he kind of plays like Dion a little bit, where he plays a step off of the receiver, yeah, so he can make up for it and kind of bait the quarterback essentially. But I, I could see it, but he don't have the speed. Exactly, I was gonna say. Unfortunately, he doesn't have the speed to catch up. No, and he's a pretty fast fucking guy, but he's not Dion Sanders he, fast. But if you're covering people like Tyreek or somebody like Ayuk or Debo, he can't. He can't. You can't keep up with that. You can't, can't catch that. No, he can't hang. With, I don't think he can hang with top guys. Especially top small guys. So I don't think he can. I personally, I don't think he can. Um, but that's listen. You take those eleven interceptions away. He was like he the is, worst corner on the fucking team. Yeah, he's like below average. Yeah, no, I, I'm <laughs> honest about. It. I know it. I've watched it. Yeah. I hope he gets better. I mean, he's only in here two. So uh, yeah, if if you can part, if you can take away a couple of those interceptions, but bring down the yards that you're letting up. Yeah. Then fine. Then you take that. I mean, I'm not gonna. I, I'm not gonna lie to you. I think he's. I think he's got a great attitude about it. Eleven is a shit ton of interceptions. That's a lot of interceptions. But man. giving up over a thousand yards is a that's lot a of lot yards, of yards to too. Eleven interceptions. Though, that's a lot. It, it really is. That really is a lot. <laughs> but um, if he can work on that coverage, then I mean, then and he needs to. Yeah. But it's good that he's only in year two. Yeah. So. If we don't. Somebody else is going to pay Schultz. And I can tell you, it would probably be the Jets. I think we shouldn't overpay him because I—he doesn't—he's not a game changer. Yeah, he's kind of like a younger version of Jason Witten again. He's a balanced tight end that can catch the ball and block for you. Kind of block. That's his weakest spot. Yeah. Anytime they put like 
a solid pass rusher on him or a good pass rusher, it's bad. It's really bad. Whereas Jason Witten could block. Well, Jason Witten was just a freak. <laughs> Jason Witten could at least block. Dalton Schultz seems to not be able to block. I'm glad that Dalton Schultz really developed. Though. I mean, it took him all four years, but he really started to develop. Yeah. And tight ends take a little bit more time to develop. He's just, he's a solid player. I like him. He's yeah. solid. I think he's a great tool for them. <clears throat> One of my problems is I felt that they started in the passing game to do the old shit, where they used to go to Witten a lot for short yardage, and that's kind of what they did with Dalton Schultz. They just kept going to him. I mean, like, he was averaging about, like, 9 to 10 yards, I think, uh, a, a reception. Yeah. But they just kept going to him. And I was like, with all due respect, speed demons like C.D. Lamb, get the ball into his fucking hand. Get him going. Get yeah. a rhythm. I'm like, he's supposed to be this fucking game changer. Like, I almost think if you would have thrown it deep to him, maybe he would have caught that ball instead of Cedric Wilson. Because yeah. Cedric Wilson drops a lot. That's the problem, too. And C.D. Lamb drops. Yeah. Not as much as Cedric Wilson, but he drops. Again, year two. Steve Lamb's young, man. Yes. I mean... You can see some of the stuff that he can do. And that's somebody that you would that put you the would bank want. on, yes. And, and I look at him, and, and sometimes I go, maybe he gets into his own head, too. Because sometimes I, I almost see a slight pouty. Yeah. Slight. Not over the top, but a little, like... God. Yeah. It's like, get out of your head. Get on the field. Let's get going. Yeah. Like, that's just what you gotta do. But Amari Cooper looks pouty, too. So... Brings me down to one last thing on offense, and that's Dak Prescott. Yeah. Dak Prescott. I'm going to let you say it because, I mean. Are you hurt, Dak? Are you still hurt? Because ever since you got hurt again, you haven't looked that great in the second half of this season. Statistically-wise, Dak had a very good year. Statistically-wise, very good year. Dak Prescott played very well at times this year. Yes. Majority of the time against the NFC East and against bad teams. Yes. We're not going to fuck with that. That's the truth. Yes. We're not going to sugarcoat it. It's the truth. Yep. I think his be- I think again, this team's possible best win was the New England game. Like I said. Yeah. I do. Okay. He had a poor second half of the season. Yep. Had a couple games where he had five fucking touchdowns, so it boosted up his stats. Congratulations. You beat Tony Romo's, like, all-single-season record. That's great. I'm happy for you. Nobody cares. I'm a little worried. I'm a little worried that there was a little regression in the second half. And this game, there was balls that needed to be placed in a good spot. And they weren't. We're not. They were pretty off the mark. Um, we talked about the Cedric Wilson pass. He should have been bailed out on that one. Yes. The other Cedric Wilson one where Cedric Wilson was blinded, that's not Dak's fault. Dak yeah. Where he, okay. I don't know why we built a stadium like that, but hey, <laughs> I don't make billions of dollars. I'm not worth that much. They'll put a couple panels up on there. <laughs> that's they should. So, Dak definitely didn't have a... A great game. No. Would I say Dak was the reason why they lost? Not really. No. I don't. But I'll I'll tell you the real reason why I, why they, I think they lost in a little bit. Dak 
definitely gets blame. Yeah. You sure? Every, everybody in the stadium gets blamed. Yeah. Including the fans. Yes. Because they pulled some shit, too. Dak, I, I got I I to gotta be honest with you. I understand where he's coming from. Because I'll be honest with you. If you would have... If this somehow... We would have had to do a podcast that night, right? Somehow. I would have... I kid you not. My emotions would have gotten the best of me. And I would have told you I'm done. Yeah. I quit the podcast. <laughs> and I would have been dead serious. <laughs> you would have laughed and I would have been like, No, I'm not kidding. I'm not coming back. Yeah. And you'd be like, Ha ha. And I'd be like, No, I'm not coming back. And you would have been texting me for a couple days and I would have not answered you. And I would have been like, no, I'm done. I'm fucking, I don't want to talk about football anymore. I don't care where we're going. <laughs> Fuck sports. I yeah. just don't care. The emotions get the best of you. Of course they, they do. do. They do. Of course. Um, there are certain comments that we would like to see athletes stand behind, right? You say oh, absolutely. something, stand your ground. <laughs> this was not that time. To no, do. no, no, no. You can't. I was just, I, the reason why I said that, I was just trying to play devil's advocate to try to like have some fun. With it. Yeah. With well, so I was like, all right, let's have some fun. Yeah. Let's, okay. <laughs> so he made a comment, found out fans were throwing garbage. And garbage. Stuff. I won't lie. I thought at first I thought it may have been at the players because that's what I thought because Lawrence was right there. Yeah. And I was kind of like, listen, throw it at Mike McCarthy. Uh, <laughs> don't. You gotta show some class. Yes. You can boo him off the. Fi- you can curse him out. Yeah. I mean, literally, Dak could be going in, and you, and you could look at Dak and say, you fucking suck. Yeah. You have every... You could. I think you have every right. When Absolutely. you buy those things that are hanging up right there, jerseys, yep. and you have banners and flags, and you're invested into a team. Yes. And there's always been debates about this on sport. You're invested. We're invested. Huh? You see how many jerseys I have, and it's adding up. Yeah. I'm invested in the, into the team. I've always said I, I would like a, a little mini man cave yeah. with Cowboys memorabilia. Why? Because it's just what I am. I like the Cowboys. I'm, yeah. I've been a diehard. I'm going to stay a Cowboys fan. I'm going to stay a Yankees fan. It's just what I am. I don't care. But to say that yeah, you, you give credit to the fans for throwing trash at the refs. You can't do that. Can't can't do that. What? It's here the moment. So I get moment. it. I get it. It's also probably the only negative comment Prescott's really ever made. Yeah. And I think this was the most disappointing loss he's probably arguably ever had as a Cowboy. Yep. And it's definitely the most disappointing postseason loss he's ever had. Yeah. Because the last two times he versed teams that were good. Yeah. And also his first loss, he was a rookie. And not saying San Francisco's not a good team. No. They're hot. Yeah. I don't think they beat Green Bay. I don't think so. Either. I think they put up a nice first half against them. Sure. But I think Green Bay takes Yeah. Takes right over. You can't make comments like that. No. It's the heat of the moment. I think everybody has probably said something they Of course. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's not the worst comment to make. But next season, when you want a roughing the passer call, there's a good chance you may not get that call. Yeah. Because you just put a little bit of a target on your back. Yeah. And that's something you don't want to do. Because, look, that comment, yeah, it's he, the moment and everything, but you know that the apology was a PR thing. It, it has to be. For for the sake of the team and for your own brand, you have to apologize. And no matter what, if he would have apologized or not, everybody's going to say it's a PR move. And that's yeah. what I was saying last night. Everybody, No matter what, he was doomed if he did... 
basically you just should have never made the comment. Yeah. Because now you got to reap what you sow yep. on both ends here now. Because yeah. once you come up with an apology, you just go, listen, what? I apologize. And honestly, people will forget. It's going to. Yeah. By, like, next weekend, people are going to forget. Or this weekend, because other football games are playing, and you're not playing. Yeah. Because you sucked. And you didn't play well enough to get there. And you said you were going to see Brady again. And you almost made it happen. Yeah. But you didn't. So, make any comment you want. I think, personally, I'm more disappointed in the fact that you're going to continue to blame the refs and not blame yourself. And watch the way you played. Yeah. Because you didn't play good. Yeah. Your offense didn't play good. And guess what, pal? You lead that offense. Yeah. And you're supposed to know what to do. You, the guy in the booth will tell you. Because he has... He had, unfortunately, the same reputation. Yeah. Unfortunately, the same rep- reputation. Tony Romo, I believe, only has two postseason wins. That's it. In his whole career. And he's always been known that he just never won the big game. Now, he was always hurt. Yeah. Be real. He definitely was always hurt. But there's no way he wasn't licking his chops to get this defense. Oh, my God. If he, if Romo would have had that defense, forget and about it. And that offense. Yeah. Forget about it. So, I won't lie. I was very disappointed in Dak. Yes. I think if I was a Cowboys fan, I would be disappointed in him probably the most out of everybody. From the comments to the play on the field and just everything in itself. Yeah. But, look. This shouldn't be really news to, to Dallas fans, or just fans in general, because he does not have a good record against better teams in the league. No, he doesn't. And the fact that he's been gifted with a division that is just completely terrible yeah. since really coming into the league, it's just like he gets that's a free that's almost like a free five wins right there, at least. Yeah. And I got and I gotta say, like, don't get me wrong, putting up like fifty points against somebody, that's pretty big. Like that's Of course. That's that's a grant that's a great thing. But at the same time, like you gotta like you can you gotta take care of your division. Congratulations. Yes, but your div- the division is so bad that it's just like You should take care of that business. Yes. You really should. And you really should be putting fifty on teams like Washington. And the Giants. Yeah. And even Philadelphia when they're not playing their stars or yeah. whatever. Yeah. You should be doing that. But you need to learn how to transition that into going against better teams and beating those better teams like that. If if you're like the Bills and you put up 50 against the Patriots in the postseason, yeah. that's impressive. Don't get me wrong. If they would have came out, if they would have came out and by the fourth quarter this was like 38 to 10, I would have been like, Dallas came to play today, guys. Yeah. I, listen, give, give credit where it's due. Because everyone was like, you guys should stomp the shit out of them. I said, I don't think you're going to. I said, I think this is a team that's hot, too, and they're going to fight. Yeah. I said, it's very hard to stomp people in the playoffs. Yeah. It's not easy because they're all good teams, except for the seventh seeds. Um, <laughs> like, this week coming up, I don't think you're going to see. I don't think you're going to see. I don't think you'll see. I mean, yeah. you can. You can. Sure. But still, I don't think. And, and usually a Super Bowl, you usually do not see that. Yeah. So... Where else do I go from here? Oh. The the glaring one. The personnel. Yes. So. <laughs> I love the paper. Mike McCarthy. I think he needs to go. I can't believe he's still talking at press conferences today. Because I think that. 
I'm gonna be nice. I think he needs to just go away. Get the fuck out of town. Because you've already done your damage. Yeah. So, first thing I said was, please go. Please go. Yeah. I'm, I've seen all I needed to see now. I've seen all I need to see. You're stale as fuck. Yep. Oh, by the way, has anybody ever told you you don't know how to manage a clock? Yeah, clock management is terrible. It's really... I didn't think he was this bad in Green Bay. I don't remember him being that bad. I don't know. Maybe it was because Aaron Rodgers was there. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. But I will say this. That last play, very controversial. Yes. Well, Dak should know to hand the ball to the official. You're, you're kind of right. You should yeah. always be aware of what happens. Like Brady would say, I know exactly where I'm going to go before that ball is going to be snapped. I know where I'm going to go. Like, in, in situations like that, I need to... I need to and everybody else needs to be on board. Yeah. And everybody else needs to know. Listen. You need to be on the same page. Like what they used to do in hurry up offenses. We're going to run this play, and then right after this, we're going to. When people, when teams go bang, bang, bang. Yeah. It's awesome. It works so well. They have a radio in their helmet. Yep. Mike McCarthy should be in his ear saying, remember, ball to the official, or if you don't see anything towards the sidelines, just. Just whatever. Do, do, do whatever you need to do. Just don't. Granted. Well, we'll get to the Kelmore thing. Granted. I kind of believed that once they finally went up to the sides, I said, and then he ran it up the middle. I said, I, I, I actually understood the play. I know I, it's controversy. I know a lot of people are like, that was yeah. the dumbest play. It wasn't the dumbest play. The execution was was fucking ridiculous. Yes. It should have been 10 yards, slide, throw the ball to the official, hand the ball to the official, whatever. Get everybody to the fucking... Everybody needs to be on, on page. Yes. When you get bodied up by a referee, bro, it's because... The re- and listen, I'm going to be honest with you. The referee sprinted. Yes. It wasn't like he was fucking walking. He And he took your word for where the spot of the ball was. He just took put it down. Yeah. I go, he kind of did you two fucking favors, and, and you look, fucked it up. And not for nothing, him running into your quarterback really doesn't have any kind of negative repercussion because if he, if you wanted him to go around the tackles to get to the front of the ball, you would have lost anyway. Yeah. That's where he needed to go. He, he, tri- need- he tried going straight line on you, man. Yes. It was he, your he fault. He beelined it to where you needed to be, yes. and your quarterback just happened to be there, and he took the ball, and he, he did a little shuffle with it. He did, but... Again, he still gave it to you. It, listen, he didn't even try to like. He just yeah. He's, okay, just here it, yeah. Because he tried putting it closer to fucking uh, Tyler. Yeah, he tried putting it closer to the center so he could just okay. Personally, I would have just rather him hike the ball and have them just run. I've been like fake spike it, fuck it, because yeah, I bet you nobody was set really, but that's besides the point. I th- I think the play call to me in real time didn't make sense. No, because to me, because you didn't have enough time. Exactly. I'm if like, you would have had another four, great. They would have had 18 seconds on that clock instead of 14. They would have had 18 seconds on that clock. They would have been fine. Yeah. It would have been a rush. They would have gotten the spike off. They would have had probably one, one or play. two, one yeah. or two seconds, seconds. So one play. Yeah. And I, then and then I get it. I I understand the play call to, because it's a it's a design quarterback draw. You're you're meant to. You're, he's meant to run the ball. Yeah. You got closer by however many yards. Fine. You make it easier for him to go to the end zone than, than yeah, from where they were. I get it. So it makes sense in that regard, but the fact that he did run 
like longer than he should have. He should have just taken the yards. He should have taken the, the ten to twelve. Just went down immediately and got to the line. Yeah, but he took he he went a little longer, and just everything. he ran it too long. Yeah, he did. He did. And, he ran it too long. And not for nothing. At least for me, they took away the sideline. Fine. Then me, I would just take the shots where I could. Yeah. I mean, you have what fourteen seconds at that point. You can get two to three plays off. You should be able to get two long, long plays. So, but. Yeah, but you decided to to risk it to get closer to have a little bit of a better chance. I would have just taken the chances as they are. Yeah. Look, Dak can throw the ball; he can get he can get it there. You, you, have, Co- you have Cooper, who's a big body. Lamb's got the hands. Lamb's got the hands. And Dalton Schultz and Wilson. You, you got ha- you have a decent chance all, here. All you need was, and obviously Zeke's going to stay in the back because he's going to try to you. he's yes. going to try to give you whatever fucking opportunity you need back there. Yeah, just to line up and. So you can go on for hours about the play call. Yes. Me that's me personally, that's not what I would have done, but I see why they did it. No, uh, it's not conventional. It's not something I would have done, but exactly. Yeah. Every defender is around the sideline, and I would have said, listen, I'm going to run this ball for 10 yards. Don't go past 15. Yeah. If First of all, if, I, if I'm everybody on that offense – I'm like, dude, you don't even really need to run a route. I I know <laughs> I know the reason why because the reason was everybody goes straight and take everybody with him yeah. and he can run. The problem was he should have stopped at ten yards, not and he almost went for twenty. Yeah, and that was a problem because when he started when he went like this and he kept running, I was like, no, go down. What are you doing? Yeah, I said, what are you doing right now? You you, <laughs> you need to throw the ball one time here. Yeah, Fuck. And, he, and he didn't even get that. He didn't even get didn't that get chance. the opportunity. Listen, Roger Stoffak made up the play. You had all you want is one play. That's it. Because anything. That's all you needed because you're, you're down by six. What happens if somebody went like this? Pass interference. You're down by six. And you're at the one yard line. It can happen. Yeah. You're down by six. You need. Just get the. Even if you missed a point after, you're still going to overtime. Yeah. So at least give give your team another chance to tie this game up. I hate to even say it because it would have been tied. I would have went for two. You might as I'm, I would I would have went for two because I'm tied anyway. Greg's been fucking iffy. yeah. I'm going for two, and I'm and personally and this is just the balls of me. Full house, stack the box. Look at Seek and Co. You're gonna make your money right here, right now. <laughs> Let's run it right up the fucking middle. And I look, I look. Don't run it to the left side. See Zach Martin run right fucking behind Zach Martin and fucking. You have no boats I mean, in there. You have nobody there. Just I would have looked at everybody and been like, I would have fired him up on the side. I would have started screaming. Would have yelled. I've been like, this is your. Pl- this is it. I still probably would have taken the, the field goal. No, the, the, the point after I would have. I, I've seen too much. <laughs> <laughs> but that's just me. Yeah. Because Greg the leg wins you your season. Too many things to go wrong right there. True. I can't do it. I can't do it. I would have went for two because the game, everything can open up. I remember when San Francisco was going on the fourth and inches or something, and I looked at Mike and I'm like, "If I'm, if I am San Francisco, I'm getting the biggest motherfucker as my as my tailback. Yeah, I'm gonna sneak the ball, and I'm gonna have him just push the whole fucking pile. Yeah, it's it's as easy as that. Yeah, when people overcomplicate shit. And they fucked themselves in this game, San Francisco. Yeah. Like I said, they handed you guys this game on a silver platter and you guys didn't take it. No. 
the, the fourth and inches, which they converted, the dude wasn't set. I mean, come the fuck on. Jimmy G is, is missing Ayuk, I don't know how many times in this game, when he was wide open. Yeah. He throws a boneheaded interception that is just so mind-blowing that it's just like, how can you be this bad? And how can you just make stupid decisions? And in the long run, that is what's going to fuck them. Oh, yeah. Is Jimmy G, he's going to make those two to three mistakes against Green Bay, and Green Bay is going to slaughter him for it. Yeah. Which is really what Dallas should have done. I was hoping Anthony Brown was going to run it back. For a touchdown. I really was. I was hoping he was just going to run it back. And it's just like... if you And then put the ball back in Jimmy G's hands to try to win the game. Exactly. And that's what you want. You, you have your defense that's buzzing, who just completely kind of shut down San Francisco in the second half. Yeah. They really didn't do much. Yeah, no. They, they, they made their their yeah. adjustments. So, I don't know. Jimmy G just handed you guys the game, and you guys are like, no, thank you. We want to go home. So then there's Kellen Moore. Okay. Nothing but great things all year. Going to be the best coach. Going to be the next head coach. Yep. I got to work. I don't think I texted. Yeah, I don't think I said anything to you. I got to work next morning, and people like, you know, a couple of people I talked to weren't going to talk to me about the game. They knew. Yeah. But the one guy that I talked to the most, I said, you know what I also learned? He said what I said. If I'm Minnesota, if I'm Denver, if I'm Jacksonville, Calling up whoever I got to call up and go, do me a favor, yeah. Cancel our interview with Kellen Moore, but I'm good. Dan Quinn coached almost like I'm trying to win a head coaching job. I'm trying to give my best yeah. foot forward. Kellen Moore looked like he thought one foot was already out the door. Almost like mm, I'm phoning it in, bro. The, the, um, the shocking play calling. Like, I think it was, what, their first drive when Cedric Wilson threw it? Oh, they, they tried the jet play. I said, why <laughs> are you doing that shit on the, f- like, it was- stop overcomplicating your schemes. Yes. Because your schemes are ridiculous. Because I don't know what in God's creation you <laughs> fucking did, you overcomplicated the game. Yeah. Way overcomplicated the game. And I got to say, San Francisco basically almost knew everything you were going to do. And yeah, that's what they did. They just knew what you were gonna do, and they just they fucking took it to you. They should be down for three quarters. I think Kellen Moore. I won't lie. After October, I was like, damn man, Kellen Moore is fucking pretty good. And listen, I had every right to think that. I mean, of course, quite a few damn you're good win- games. You're winning football games. Winning football games. They look good. They yep. look different. And and he's over there, and I go, yeah man, he's a former quarterback. They know shit. Yeah. And everyone always has praised Kellen Moore. Now I'm thinking, you're overrated, and you've been outcoached most of the second half in a lot of games. Yeah. You've been outcoached a lot of the time, and it's like you don't know how to adjust. It's almost like you're a Jason Garrett disciple. You just can't fucking do the job. And I got all this plethora of fucking talent, Yeah. and all of a sudden, you can't do the job? I mean, I feel like... What's his face in, in Buffalo? Their offensive coordinator. Um, Brian... Brian Dable. Dable. He would have foamed at the mouth to have this talent. Yeah. Brian Leftwich would have foamed at the mouth to have this talent. A lot of these guys would have foamed at the mouth to have this kind of fucking talent. Yeah. And this is... That's the shit that you put out there. 
and you get seven points in three quarters with that roster. With that come on loaded roster. Now, so maybe, maybe the roster isn't that loaded. Maybe it's all a scheme. Maybe it's all a joke. Maybe. Or maybe I do believe a lot of analysts who go, no, they're fucking good. They got a lot of good ball players. Yeah. You just coach like shit. Yeah. You coach like shit. He did not coach this game well. Co- he, he did not call this game well, I should say. Absolutely not. And then, and then I had... Because cause didn't Garrett do the same thing of going away from the run game when it didn't work? All the time. So it's like... They felt like they were wasting a down. Oh, they only gained two yards. Pass. But sort of throwing. You're in this game. You're in this game. You're still in it. You're down by two possessions. Yeah, but it was a San Francisco team that really wasn't doing much on offense. Yeah. So it, you can easily get back into this game at any point. If you keep going with the run... And then maybe you can open up Lamb down the field. Yeah. Or Cooper down the field. Or and somebody. The one time that they blitzed, he threw a nice dime to, to Cooper. So it's like, so why go away from the run so early? It so, doesn't make sense. Troy Aikman spoke. Okay. And I liked what he said. Because a lot of the, sh- uh, the shit that he said, I, I got to be honest, man. I mean, look, it he, makes a lot of sense, and it makes me raise an eyebrow about Kellen Moore. Makes me raise an eyebrow about Mike McCarthy, and just the way they threw the schemes around. I think, I think the person that deserves the most credit is Dan Quinn, and I think he doesn't really get, he doesn't deserve really any of the blame. Well, it, it, what's funny is, day or two after this game has passed, the only person that's getting praise is Dan Quinn. Dan he, Quinn's the only one he who's did getting his praised. job. He held this, he held this game in check for as long as he did for the whole game, and gave you guys a chance to win. And I personally, if I had to say who gets the most blame personally is Mike McCarthy. I think he was. You have to make your team disciplined. I understand. You have to coach your yes. team. You want a ring. You say you know how to play. Then, then. Gets quoted today saying, I think we were nervous. Well, Mike, why the fuck were you nervous? You can't be you nervous. You can't be nervous. It's you your can't. job to make sure that this fucking team isn't nervous. Because this is almost the same fucking team that Jason Garrett had, and look at what we had then. I go, yeah. Mike, you had, you, I gave you the pass last year. It was COVID year. It yeah. was a weird year. Dak broke his fucking leg. Uh, dude, I'm going to give you the pass. I really, I, I said, listen, I got a couple of fucking problems with you. I'm going to give you the pass. Yeah. You fixed it what seemed like a little bit this year, but they were the most undisciplined fucking team in the NFL. Yep. You're telling me in your own home stadium, your team, you felt like we were nervous. You were nervous? You sh- First of all, you should. What, did you drop your balls off? Like you, you're nervous. You're in fucking home. Yeah. You're supposed to be the bad Dallas Cowboys. You're the number one offense in the league. 407 yards per game. And you're nervous. What are you nervous about? What are you about? nervous about? You should be able to think. If, we're gonna- if, if you believe if you believe in yourself this much and you've done this all year, why yeah. are you nervous now? If you're nervous against San Francisco, don't go against Brady or Rodgers, please. Yeah, th- please. Then, then if you're nervous there and you win this game, and then you're gonna shit yourself. And you go against Brady or Rodgers in their home, they're gonna smell shit on the field, dude. Th- they will kill you. They're gonna murder your ass. I, I just couldn't believe you got quoted. Say nervous. Well, that, maybe nervous is the wrong is the wrong word. Bullshit. No, no, because you said it already. You already said it. Because now that that word nervous is out there, yes. now they're gonna acquaint that to your whole fucking team. I personally think Mike McCarthy's to blame because he's the head coach. 
You're supposed yes. to get your team ready, and he didn't. Then I got to say Kellen Moore, Dak Prescott. Probably almost about even, yeah. just because Kellen Moore came up with schemes, Dak didn't execute. But Yeah. That's how I feel. I, I think you, you got to share the blame. The discipline thing, yes, I understand, but how much of that is based on player and not coach? Granted, discipline, you got to teach discipline in your building. Yeah. 1,000%. Yeah. But those are mental mistakes f- from the player aspect. Yes. Come on. You can't be jumping off sides. You can't be... You know this shit as a player. Yep. Especially defensive linemen. You're looking at the fucking ball. Yep. Why are you jumping off sides? Listen, there was a couple of plays that I thought a San Francisco 49ers guy was off sides. So it's didn't like, get called. False starts. Didn't get called. So it's like, yeah, you can blame Mike McCarthy, but... You got it. That blame needs to be shared throughout everybody. Oh, shared. And, and, and I'm the not saying that you haven't done that because you have, but I th- a lot of those those penalties are mental mistakes. They're absolutely mental mistakes. So I don't know how you can potentially coach that. They're they're mental mistakes that have been there all season. So and it, you've watched it week in and week out. And what are you doing about it? That's the problem. Yeah. It's like it's basically like if I'm a store manager and you walked into my supermarket. And I'm in charge of making sure every department's good. And he went, you know, there was a mouse in your bakery. Yeah. I saw it there last week, too. Why is it still there? Then What's gonna... going on? Why Why is your machines down? Why is the floor looking like shit? Well, you know, my bakery department or my produce guy, they're... you're the store manager. Yeah. You're the head coach. You're the person that's supposed to get the team on track. Yep. You were hired because you have a thing on your fucking hand that yeah. says, I've won a Super Bowl. So everybody in the fucking room should be listening to me. Granted, I have Dan Quinn, who's also been a head coach. He's yep. also been to a Super Bowl. Yeah. So what the f- who? I mean, to me, that's the reason why I'm coming down on McCarthy. Because it's continued all year, and their offenses look bad like this on every loss that they've had. Yep. Every loss. So that's why I go McCarthy, Kellen Moore, I'm going to say Dak and Moore are going to be on the same. Listen, like I said before, Dak's had his faults. Yes. And I think he's definitely at fault. Yeah. I think Kellen Moore is definitely at fault. Because, listen, you trust your coach. Coach is scheming things. You're believing in it. Yeah. So, like I said. And the scheme seems like it works for most of the the time. Some of the plays. From what we've seen of Dak and what we've seen of this offense, obviously you need to attest that to... Kel Moore's play calling. Yeah. If they're the top ranked offense, then he's got to be doing something right yeah. for the most part. But when you overcomplicate shit, when you say that you're nervous, parlaying that with Dak being average against actually below average against better teams, yeah. you gotta you gotta figure out something to get him over that hump against these better teams because if you can't figure that out. You're not going to win anything with him. No. It's going to be just like Tony Romo, yeah. where you win one to two games in your fucking career, and that and that's it. And then I'll go, well, we got to go on to the next one. So it's like you're wasting time. And I don't know if it's a Dak thing. I don't know if it's he just doesn't have it. It Exactly, it. He doesn't have that it factor to beat the good teams. Yeah. Because, yeah, he went toe-to-toe with Brady in week one. Sure, fine, whatever. But, again, after that... You went against the Chargers, where your defense really stepped up in that game. Yeah. You you went toe-to-toe with New England, in New England, which was a very good win. Yep. But outside of that, who else 
was there really of of power that you really of went against? Yeah. You went against Arizona at the at, well second last game of the season, and, and you, you lost. And you looked bad. And you did the same thing in that game than you, you did in did this game. Yeah, exactly. You did the exact where you same shit. you didn't show up for three quarters, and then the fourth quarter you thought that you would come, you were going to come back. Yeah. That you can't have a start like against a good team in the second half. Yeah. Because good teams will know how to put you away. Yeah. That's why if you would have went against Green Bay or Tampa Bay, and this would have happened. You would have lost 48 to nothing. Yeah, no, it would have been fucking over. It would have been a bloodbath. So, like I said, Troy Aikman had said something. He said, San Francisco, and this was true. Yeah. San Francisco rushed four guys for most part. They blitzed occasionally, but they're a four-man front football team. But a lot of the times when you say that, then you think they're playing coverage. They mix in some coverage, but there was a lot of single coverage on CeeDee Lamb. I hate going back to when I was playing because nobody cares about, you know, what I see around the league. Yeah. It's not just Dallas. I've seen it with a lot of teams, and a lot of these offenses want to scheme things. The coordinators, it's all about schemes rather than this corner's playing soft, he's scared to death. Just run the route tree, run a comeback, run a dig, run a curl, run anything, and you're going to complete a pass whenever we want. Michael Irvin would have had 10 catches at halftime if they played the way they played CeeDee Lamb in that game. The game is not that difficult. If I got a great player at wide receiver and a corner that's playing him in single coverage, I'm throwing him the ball because he's going to win most of the time. Yeah. And I, these guys are so hell-bent on not going away from the scheme. Like, do what fucking works. Yeah. If you see soft coverage, throw him the fucking ball. Yeah. It's just like it's just like in baseball with analytics and stuff. Why are you taking your starting pitcher out after the sixth, the sixth inning? He's dealing. When, when, he's, when he's throwing yeah. a two-hitter. Yeah. There's no reason. You need to learn to adjust to that. And I don't. And what Kelmore's been there? What two years? As offensive coordinator, two two years. So he's still relatively young, and he can. But he's been a quarterback coach for like two years before that. So he's got some kind of knowledge. Yeah. But you need to learn how to get away from the scheme and go what's presented in front of you. Yeah. And you going away from the run hurt you so much that it didn't open up anything else down the field. Yeah. Because they're like, okay, well, we don't need to play. <laughs> if you heard what we just heard, you would know. But if you, they know that they're not going to put seven people in the box to stop you running. Yeah. So they're just going to play coverage on you. You have to look at like what Lafleur, what McVeigh, what do these guys do? They know how to adjust, and they know how to, they know how to beat you with their best weapons. Yeah. Like look at Cooper Cup, dude's nasty. Who would have thought that he would have led the league? Yeah. D- Devontae Adams, scheme for Devontae Adams all you want, but he's going to find a way to get open. Yeah. And you know Rodgers is going to exploit the well, shit out of Well, I think that's you. why I think Rodgers has that, has that a little old school mentality. And sometimes I think maybe that's what Dak needs to do. Maybe Dak needs to kind of go against the grain a little bit sometimes. Take, he goes, and goes, you know what, what? I'm going to throw the ball. Cause take control a little bit. I kind of, I know exactly what they're going to do against Dak before they even fucking do it. I know kind of, ex- like... You get him in third and long, and you blitz him, and he's pretty good against the blitz. But if he has to constantly throw, it's just not a good day at the yeah. office. And I think they ran a great defense against him because four-man rush, and you have a lot of coverage in the back. And what it means is he you get a lot of coverage sacks. Yeah. Because then all of a sudden, he can't get that ball out in three to four or five seconds max. He's yeah. getting sacked. And they're 
with Nick Bosa and them, they're better than four or five seconds. Yes. So, for him, because Connor Williams was just getting bullied. Yeah, he was. So, you watch them, and every loss that they've had, it's the same shit. Which brings me to the final guy, the guy who needs to wake the fuck up, is Jerry Jones. Jones. This team loses the same, plays the same, reacts the same since for 07. Yep, for over a decade. It's been the same story. Why? What, like... How? Nothing has changed. It's the same old Cowboys in the playoffs. Literally the same, like... Parcells' final year to now, it's... There's always something. Yeah. Something always happens. Why is it always something that happens? Why can't we be that kind of a team? You're putting yourself in the position for that comment to come up. It's the same old Cowboys. Well, why? Why is I it have always? a top. I have a top-ranked offense, and, and I put 17 at home. A lot of people were saying, first-round pick, we got to go O-line again. And maybe, maybe at guard. Maybe first round we go with a tight end. Maybe first round we go with another running back. That's stupid. Beef up the defense. Maybe at first round we go, let me tell you something. With all due respect, Gallup's third round pick, Dalton Schultz a fourth round pick, Lamb's a first rounder, Cooper's a first rounder, Zeke's a first rounder, Dak's a fourth rounder, Tyron Smith's a first rounder, Connor Williams a second rounder, Bietitz is a fifth rounder, I believe. Zach Martin's a first-rounder. Lel Collins was supposed to be a first-rounder. If I have to consistently spend money and more first-round, second-round picks, basically day one, day two picks on this offense, and you're telling me the following year I still have to do that, I fucked up somewhere. Yeah. And I don't think Will McClay has fucked up. I don't think so either. Um, they saw, they re-signed him again. The man has brought talent into into there. There's yes. no fucking doubt that he has brought talent into the building. It's what a lot of teams need to start doing. Why can't... Yep. People want him as their GM. Because it, it's... But Jerry Jones won't fucking let him go, and he shouldn't let him go. It's infusing the young people with veterans and talent. Yes. Which you need. You need to have youth, but you need to have veterans on your team that are going to push you through games like this one. Yes. And it just do- it doesn't happen. And you can't tell me this team didn't have veterans. Because they did. Yeah. On defense, no offense. Randy Gregory is actually considered a veteran. Uh, Marcus have- Lawrence is definitely a veteran. Cooper's been around. Cooper's been Zeke's around. Zeke's been around. Zeke, Dak, Tyron Smith, so Zach Martin. Y- so you have people there. The list goes on. Yes. If you need to tell me you need more veterans, you don't. get the fuck out of here. Greg yeah. Zerloin's there. Yeah. I mean, guys... There's How no, the fuck are we no this excuse. fucking bad? I mean, well, we need another first-round pick on offense. Do we? Do we really? You mean to tell me our offense still isn't good enough? I got to spend another first-round pick? After being the top-ranked offense, you're, t- you're still saying that you need more help on offense? Now, granted, I won't lie, and knock on wood, if you're with me, man, if Tyron Smith retires. Yeah. Then all right. okay. All right, bro. Yeah, you, you got to address that shit real quick. You need a quick. left tackle on this Got to address that, yep. that shit real quick. But again, I can't go find a guard somewhere. I have to spend another first-round pick on him. Are you fucking serious? Yeah. Um. Well, where would you really... Where would I personally spend a first-round pick? You know, every time I look at each group, I go, oh, they're pretty good there. They're pretty good there. 
Dude. <laughs> Clearly they're not because they're getting bounced. Yeah. So somewhere's got to give. Maybe they need another corner. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe they need a safety. I don't know. Maybe they need to go interior offensive line. I don't know. But they got to figure it the fuck out. Yeah. And they got to figure it the fuck out fast. Because I got a feeling that window is starting to close. It's starting to close because you now have cap problems where you don't think that a big piece of your offense may be there next year in Amari no. Cooper. No, I, I think Amari may not be. And, and Gallup is going to be a free agent. Schultz is going to be a free agent. Yeah. And then you and Pollard may be a free agent. Yeah. So that leaves you with Lamb, Dak, and Zeke. When you have Problems. seven yeah. potential stars on the offense. So obviously I, ke- I, I keep thinking, well, where do they go now? Honestly, <laughs> it's not going to do it. McCarthy's got to go. You can't call that kind yeah. of game and not go. He's got to go. You want to you want to not go crazy? All right, keep, man. Keep Quinn and more if you really. You don't want to go crazy? Make Dan Quinn your head coach. You could do that. Make Dan Quinn your head coach, because clearly, you need somebody that's been a head coach. No offense to Kellen Moore, you never done it yet. Yeah. And you may still not be ready to do it. That's perfect. Maybe fun. maybe have Dan Quinn be your head coach. Maybe if Flores doesn't get hired, maybe let's bring in Flores as a defensive coordinator. Maybe. Maybe. If he fits, obviously, the scheme. You know, if it doesn't fit the scheme for Dan Quinn. Because Dan Quinn kind of knows the defense. Well, yeah, Dan Quinn knows the defense. He, you can, know? he can bring in his own guy what, if he really wanted to. I'm saying if, if he – whatever you got to do, you do it that way. That would be how I would probably fix it. But, again, it's Jerry – It's Jerry fucking Jones. If Jerry Jones wants to keep Mike McCarthy, which is – baffling. I can't even say I'm going to be excited next year. Except for the fact that football will be back. Yeah. I can't say I'll be that excited. Because I'll say, don't worry. At the end, we're going to get let down again. I'm just, I'm going to be ready for it. Because I don't believe in Mike McCarthy right now. Like I thought I did. Yeah. I had confidence in him. Because I thought, yeah, this is a guy who did it. And listen, when we used to say, yo, you like Rodgers and McCarthy combo? Yeah, dude, that's a, (laughs) anytime they come to town, you're fucked. He got stale, and now it's it's coming yeah. to Dallas. Where do they go from here? I personally think they should make a coaching change. That's, again, it's, it's, beyond me. I think what's going to happen is I think both Quinn and Moore are going to be gone. That's kind of – that would be worst-case scenario, at least in my eyes. I think it is worst-case. I think it's going to happen. I think it's definitely going to happen. So you think everyone's going to go? Yes, I think, I think they're definitely going to go. Okay. Because I've heard – Dan Quinn's a hot guy right now. I mean, yeah. I heard Broncos really want him. I heard Seattle, potentially, if it was to open up. I'm surprised they're not opened up right now. I re- I'm really surprised Carroll's still there Yeah. right now. Kellen Moore just interviewed with Minnesota just now. I heard he was really interested in Minnesota. I mean, look, Minnesota, Minnesota could be a nice spot for him. Could be, if he coaches better. Yeah. But that's the problem. So you you leave your coordinators, and granted, let's say Kellen Moore goes to Minnesota and kills it, and you go, oh fuck, yep. Because then I go, well, what's the problem? There's been one consistent problem since '07 to now. Jerry Jones. Yep. And I've and I've agreed with people years in the past that say Jerry Jones needs to step down as GM. I a thousand percent agree. He does. He, I think he needs he to has, stop having input. Yes, that that's not the just big ste- thing. not just stepping yes. down. Stop having input. Yep. 
you own the team, I I respect the fuck out of that. I, 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 I get that. I said that to Mike. I'm like, this team will not get better until Jerry Jones is out of the picture. Yeah. Just, you own the fucking team. You have billions of goddamn dollars. Sit your ass in the box and let someone else do it, please. Because I think you can let Stephen, you know, Stephen Jones and Will McClay run it. Yeah. If you really want to. I mean, make, just Will McClay your fucking GM. Just make him your GM. He's basically your GM in a way now. Just fucking do it because this shit's not getting better. Yeah. And it's the same shit. It's every year. It's all the time. They're they're a fucking disgrace. Everybody wants to come to Dallas to beat your ass. Yeah. Because you're obnoxious. You think, we them boys, it's going to be our year. Now, I don't remember ever saying it's our year in a long time because I'm fucking skeptical. Because there are fans that act like their shit don't stink. I'm like, like, dude. For Come weeks, on. if you've listened to our episodes, I've said the same thing. Do it against a good team, and I'll be happy. They never, they, they don't haven't, do it. and now they're eliminated. So now, like, I'm Some, always skeptical. It, I'm gonna enjoy 50 point wins. Who's not going to? Yeah. But I'm also gonna say, all right, well, who are you going against in those in games? In January. Can we can we do that? <laughs> Let's talk. Dude, Jerry Jones is the constant in all this, and he's. He reminds me too much of Vince McMahon where yep. he has the final say in everything despite what everyone else tells him. And he's out of touch. So I'm like, dude. It's clear as day, man. It's It's been the one consistent since 07. It's been the one thing. It's one of the biggest problems. And Jerry likes to pay his guys, don't get me wrong. But at the same time... Let someone else do it. I see th- if they, I, can, I see hate if to they say. can do it better. You kind of had the team right there this year. Yeah. But I think you kind of had the team right there. And you did. you fucking, you fumbled the ball on the goal line. And I think you're not going to recover from it. I have, my biggest fear is they don't recover from this. And now I look, now we're going like this. Now we start yeah. trending downward. Which is a very nerve-wracking thing because they have a lot of young talent. But it's just... It's just the way I feel. Because they've made a couple of choices that were so intelligent. Getting rid of Jalen Smith, the guy's a free agent still. Yeah. Like, bounce on teams. It's fine. Like, they realized they got into a bad contract. They got out of that one. Running back contracts, you can make any argument you want. Sure. They may have to get rid of Cooper just to free up money. Yeah. If that's what needs to be done, then... But. Then you got to do it. Yeah. But that's going to be one less weapon that your franchise quarterback is going to have. <coughs> and with Zeke not being the same guy, with Gallup maybe not coming back, with Schultz not coming back, it's just it's just a <coughs> tough spot to be in. And handing out bad contracts is a bad thing in this league. Look at the Giants. Look how bad they are, and look at how yeah. bad those contracts are where they can't do anything. Yeah. So I think Jerry just needs to step back, let someone else take over, Dude. Let him let him just sit in his goddamn box and just cheer and cry or whatever. Yeah. Just just let it go. It's okay. It's okay to let it go. You'll because, still be there. Because you're not winning. You're, you're still the owner of the team. Yeah. And I don't see an owner talk as much as he does. Oh, my God. It's after <laughs> every fucking game. Yeah, man. it's like, why are you talking? It's after every fucking game. It's so annoying. The, there's like three times in the whole season where I hear Joe Douglas talk. Yeah. <laughs> Jerry Jones, I hear it every week. It's every single week. Why, why do you need to talk here? Because he likes to be a center of attention. He likes to see what he built. 
And he built I a hell, he built a hell of a But thing. everybody else sees it. But it's like you're just rubbing it in the face of what you built, and we get it. We understand. But he's a Look, loser. You, you have this goddamn beautiful stadium. You have this practice facility. It's called Jerry World, for fuck's sake. Yep. Just, you built it. Let let the professionals do their thing. Yep. Look, you're, you're... I don't... You've been around the game for so long. Yeah. Let someone else do it. Just, just take your time. Just sit in the box and just enjoy. Because if you hire the right people... Maybe they can get over the first round hump. Because obviously it, it's not working now. Nope. What makes you think it's going to change in the future? You think you're going to have the number one offense again next year? I don't think Probably so. Probably not. I don't think so. So, I don't know. I think Jerry just needs to kind of take a step back. I have 100% confidence that we will not be where we want to be until he does. It's a shame. Yeah, it sucks. But I think that's what's going to happen. Because there's a lot of potential, especially this year, where you could have made the run. Parsons, Diggs, again, Diggs gives up a lot of shit. 11 interceptions can speak for itself. Yeah. But your defense was came a, a long way from years past. Oh, yes. And your, offen- and your offense is good, too. Yeah. So there's no reason why you shouldn't have won this game Yeah. and kept going. But, again, they got hot. Congrats to San Francisco. And we've been talking about this game for well over an hour. But, again, it needed to be said from you. And I don't I don't know where they go from here, honestly, because I don't see them being this good next year. Nope. So I still think they're good enough to win the, the NFC East because I think that division's a shit show. We'll see what happens to free agency. But yeah. <sighs> All right, Johnny. Catch me on Johnny Mons on Twitter. I will save your life one tweet at a fucking time. Oh my god! And I will fucking piss on your Cheerios right now if you're a Cowboys fan. For well, damn the, sure. uh, I mean. All right, that's fair. Yeah, it's fair. It's fair. It's fair. It's fair. Um, If you want to find me, I'm on Twitter and Instagram, dbor2730. It's dbor2730. If you want to follow the show, Brotherhood of Podcasting on all major podcast platforms, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, you know. It's literally everywhere. It's Um, everywhere. uh, You guys... We're in for a treat this week. <laughs> yeah. Next week, we promise won't be this long. I don't. Well, no, I won't <laughs> be this fired up. So, um, yeah, thank you everyone for listening. We hope you enjoyed. Um, good slate of football this weekend. So hopefully, enjoy yes. that. And uh, yeah, we'll catch you right back here for next week. Catch you on the flippity flip. <laughs>